You're listening to the Create a Life That Is Beautiful podcast with your host, Letitia Ringe, and this is episode number 17. beautiful people. Welcome to episode number 17 on the Create a Life That is Beautiful podcast. I'm your host, Letitia Ringe, and this podcast is designed to inspire, empower, and support you on the journey of uncovering your truth and purpose in the world. So my friends, what are we talking about today? Well, I've received a special request from someone to talk about a particular topic here on the podcast. And so I've decided to answer that request today because I know that it is an area that many people will be interested in. So without further ado, today's topic is all about relationships and in particular, attracting a romantic life partner. I am so excited to talk to you all about this subject because while it maybe seems a little left field, this is a topic I have quite a lot of experience in. And it's also an area that I tend to work with on about 80% of my one-to-one coaching clients. So today's episode is a solo episode, if you haven't figured that out yet, and we're going to be talking about, one, my experience when it comes to romantic relationships, two, some of the main mistakes I see when it comes to how we approach the dating game and our romantic relationships, three, my journey to attracting a life partner, And number four, some key steps that you can start today to consciously attract a romantic life partner. And if at the end of this episode, you feel like this is something that you really want to dive into with the support of a coach, then of course, please do not hesitate to get in touch with me to work together on this topic. I love, love, love supporting people in this area because I love to love. So I understand. And actually, as you will learn throughout this episode, often what is at the core is our relationship to ourself. So of course, this is something where purpose comes into play, self-love, and it's the perfect grounds to work on with a coach. Now, before we dive in, I want to let you know all about a super exciting opportunity to work with me. I've decided to launch a competition where one person will win the opportunity to work with me throughout a three-month coaching series for free. (laughs) To be in the chance to win this, I will be sharing all the details coming up in my newsletter And I'll give you the instructions there for how to apply. In the meantime, you can sign up at www.letitiaringe.com forward slash subscribe. 
And if you do sign up, please also send me an email or message to let me know a little bit about you. I love hearing from you guys. So tell me who you are, what you do, where you live, why you signed up and maybe, hey, what creating a life that is beautiful means to you. Okay, guys, let's dive in to the episode. Okay, let's talk about my experience when it comes to romantic relationships. So while it might seem a little bit left field, as I mentioned before, I've actually been training in this area for what seems like my entire life. I've seen firsthand and experienced in my own love life a lot of dysfunction when it comes to romantic relationships and dating. Now, I'm not going to, of course, air anybody's dirty laundry, except to acknowledge here that I was exposed to dysfunction at the very early age of seven years old when my parents separated. I then, from about 17, entered into my own dysfunctional relationship And then from the age of 21, was working solely in the area of family law. So dysfunction when it came to romantic relationships was really my norm. Thankfully, however, in my work as a family lawyer, I actually had a lot of wonderful role models around me who showed me how a romantic relationship could work. And then at 23 years of age, I was able to turn around my perspective and approach to relationships. And very quickly, I met my life partner, Llewellyn, who, as many of you will know, is my fiance. So today I see a romantic relationship as an opportunity for you and another person to experience life in a sacred space together where you both get to show up fully as yourself and be seen and heard and accepted by the other person. And that is truly special. So when I look at a romantic relationship, I'm after someone who is going to be in it for the long term, committed, who is going to grow at their own pace alongside me. I'm there to help and support them. They're there to help and support me. But really, we are two individuals walking through life as equals and side by side. And this is a beautiful relationship. It's one of the only spaces where we have the opportunity to have this with another person. And this idea of the sacred container was actually something I learned from Marianne Williamson in a talk I went to that she did in London. And I just thought it was the most beautiful way to describe the relationship. And so that's what I wanted to share with you here today. Now, what are some of the mistakes I see people making when it comes to romantic relationships? Well, For starters, I personally was attracting relationships with people, and this is something that I know many other people are experiencing. So I was attracting relationships with people who were commitment phobic, untrustworthy, and emotionally unavailable. Now, you'll notice that I use the phrase 
I was attracting. And let's just get this cleared up right off the bat. We need to take full responsibility for the people we are attracting into our life. So I was attracting time after time again, people who couldn't commit to me, were untrustworthy and emotionally unavailable. And while at the time I would have told you that this was all of them and not me, of course, the truth of the matter was that this was my point of attraction because energetically I was also unable to commit. I was untrustworthy and emotionally unavailable. And so that is exactly what I got. And this wasn't because I was some horrible person. And if you're listening to this and thinking, gosh, this is me, you're not a horrible person either. The reason was that deep down inside me, I truly believed that I was not good enough. I felt that I was unlovable and I was coming from a place of wanting the other person to fill me up. I wanted a relationship to fill the void. It's a lot of responsibility to put on another person's shoulder. It's too much for a person. So basically, there was an air of desperation also around me. And that was my point of attraction. I know that a number of you listening right now will be nodding your head along and wondering if I am in your head right now. But I don't want to make light of this topic either, because I know it's a really painful situation to be in. You really, 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 really want a partner to do life with. And yet every time you approach either dating or being in a relationship, you seem to lose yourself or you just can't meet the right person. There are a couple of reasons for this. One, which I mentioned earlier. So you need to take full responsibility for the relationships you've been attracting into your life so far. That's a great start. And if you look back at your dating history, you'll see that we often repeat the same dynamic and issues regardless of who is in the relationship with us or the situation. And you can really say this about anything in life. Unless you do something to change your point of attraction, basically we are destined to repeat the same mistakes. It's like with our work. If you think that the reason you're unfulfilled is because it's just about the people you work with, for example, chances are you will move to another environment and discover that the real issue is something much deeper. Perhaps what you're doing is not fulfilling you or there is some other deeper issue that needs resolving in your life. I mean, of course, there are circumstances where it could be simply the environment, but those are usually extremes and they are not the sole reason often. So the other mistake I see happening is wanting someone to fill us up. Now, that's going to get old really quickly. They might fill you up initially, but then you will be either dependent on them and they will become resentful of that, or it never actually fills you up because only you can fill yourself up. 
And this is why this episode, although it's about relationships, is actually still related to finding our purpose and truth. And that's because we need to come into a relationship as a whole person, someone who is authentic and understands who they are in this world so that we don't lose ourselves. And of course, we grow and evolve as well as we go, you know, we're forever growing and evolving. Otherwise, we aren't feeling fulfilled. But we come in as a person who knows who we are and we will attract a person who knows who they are and we attract our equal. We're always attracting our equal. And purpose is so helpful for this because when we understand what our purpose is and we're living from a point or a place that is bigger than ourselves, we have something that we're contributing to the world. We understand our reason for being here. We are able to make sure that we are fulfilled and we don't rely on someone else to fill us up. We get that through living in alignment with our purpose. It's that simple. So when we approach the dating game or our relationships, we need to decide what sort of relationship we really want to have. Is it one where you're constantly feeling like you are on the back foot or needing to worry about the other person's intentions? Is it one where you feel like you're putting more into the relationship than your partner? Is it a situation where you seem to scare people off early on? Or are you unable to be emotionally available for a partner that you have a tendency to end things early on before they get too deep? Or maybe you're the type of person who as soon as you get anyone interested in a relationship with you, You are ready to throw everything away in your life just to focus on the prospect of this new relationship. Or are you the type who moves super quickly into a relationship and then your relationships tend to come to a crashing halt? If this is you, you might be addicted to the drama, the rush, the high of what's new. And then when things get normal, you think something is wrong with the relationship. Another key issue is the expectation people have when they enter a relationship. It could be, I just want someone to like me, to love me, who wants me. When we go in with that attitude, we usually have an air of desperation, which pushes people away energetically. But more importantly, we will accept anyone. And we haven't thought about what sort of partner we actually want in our life. What relationship will be sustainable? What sort of relationship stands the test of time? Because, for instance, if you are someone who is attracted to the drama or to simply falling in love, those relationships are not going to last very long because the drama isn't sustainable for either of you. And we all know that the initial feeling of falling in love is something that changes in the way it manifests later on with the passage of time. Now, I know some of you might be thinking here, well, why do we need to be in a long-term relationship? I've thought a lot about this over the years. And my answer is that we want someone to one, share this life with so that we have experiences together, maybe start a family and, you know, just to do life with. 
But two, a relationship, as I mentioned earlier, is a sacred space. And I mentioned what Marianne Williamson was talking about in London when I went to see her. A romantic relationship is one of the only spaces in the world where we get to show up fully and authentically as ourselves with all of our vulnerabilities and imperfections. And we get to be seen, heard and accepted by another person, our partner. And we are that person for our partner too. There is an equal energetic exchange. Otherwise you've got issues. (laughs) So When we go about our dating and our list includes things like what a person looks like, what they do for a living, where they live, how much money they earn, what kind of car they drive. We're not dealing with the issues that really matter, are we? What sort of person is going to be someone who I can create a sustainable relationship with? That's the question to ask yourself. For instance, something that needs to be high and center on that list is available. And this is one that is often overlooked. I've done a lot of research since then on relationships and manifesting a relationship in particular. And this is one that is often not even on the list. But we want someone who is not only emotionally available but also physically available, i.e. not in a relationship with anyone else and perhaps available to be in a relationship with you in person if that's important to you. We also want someone who is going to be committed, which means we too need to be committed. We We will want someone trusting, which means, yep, you've guessed it, we need to be trusting. Okay, I'm going to stop here to give you a little story, but this is moving into our third topic, which is all about my journey in attracting a conscious life partner or in consciously attracting a life partner. So I was 23 years at the top at the time or actually 22 years old. And my mother strongly encouraged me to review the way I was approaching my relationships. And this was when I started to learn about the law of attraction. And at that time, it was the secret. And I actually also did a course all about attracting genuine love with the one and only Gay and Katie Hendricks. And this course was absolutely life-changing for me. It was a real catalyst for everything that was to come. Gay and Katie have such a beautiful partnership, and this is where my perspective really shifted. One of the things I learned throughout this process was that in order to attract the right kind of relationships into my life, I needed to do the inner work first. I needed to clean up my closet. I needed to improve my self-love. I needed to release my baggage. And I needed to take 100% responsibility for everything that was happening in my life. This course was a beautiful catalyst to me beginning that process. I realized that I could only ever attract my equal. And up until that point, my equal was someone who didn't feel like they were enough and didn't believe they had much value. And so that's exactly what I had been attracting into my life. But now I needed to change that point of attraction. And so, for example, this issue with trust, I realized for the first time that in order to receive trust, I had to give my trust first. 
And this is where, although it was only more recently that this idea crystallized in the way that I'm going to explain it now, but this was where the idea or my idea that I like to call the dance of trust first began. So this is the term I've come up with myself. And what it means is that I see life as one big dance or one big stage upon which we can all dance. We all have these potential people to dance with, but no one wants to take the first move because they don't want to be rejected or made a fool of. And this first move when it comes to relationships is trust. I won't give my trust until you show me a sign that you're trustworthy. But no one wants to be the first person to make that move. But someone has to. And so what we have then is a whole room or stage of dancers or people able to participate, but nobody willing to make the first move. And so no one gets to benefit. No one gets to dance. I think we can all agree that trust is essential to any relationship. But if we are only willing to give our trust once someone passes the test, that's a lot of missed opportunity. And what's the worst thing that can happen anyway? So why not give our trust? And if the trust is abused, you politely excuse yourself from the dance. How much energy does that save? So I digress. Back to my story. So basically, I did this course which catapulted me into cleaning up my closet and making my life so awesome because I was filling it up with what I enjoyed. And then my point of attraction was of someone who loved herself, was self-confident, happy, healthy, genuine, and trustworthy. And so that was the person I could attract. And of course, this is not the entire picture of everything I did because that would take many more podcast episodes to explain. But basically, within a couple of months, I had met Llewellyn and he embodied everything that I wanted in a life partner. He was my equal and we had a beautiful, easy, flowing dating experience and relationship since that time. Of course, we have our disagreements and our challenges like any relationship, but for the most part, everything has been easy. And that is exactly how dating should be. Plus, not only did I attract a romantic relationship into my life by using this approach, I also got a bunch of new friends who shared similar interests, who were loyal, who were committed, all of the things that I wanted in friendships as well. Now, moving on to the final part of this podcast, the key steps to attracting a partner. Now, I've already spoken about a number of different things that you can do to attract someone, but let's go through them each here. The first is whatever you want in a partner, you must also embody. So don't ask for what you don't already have. You will end up with someone who is lacking in the same way. So clean up your closet. The next is think about everything that you bring to a relationship, not just what you want from a relationship, but what you bring to the relationship, what you offer. And here's a little exercise. Go home today 
and write a list of 10 qualities you bring as a partner to a relationship. My third tip for you is first and foremost, focus on your relationship with yourself. Do you feel like you are desperately wanting a relationship? Is there a real thirst for it? If there is, why? What is the real reason? What is your relationship with yourself like? Do you feel like you have a purpose that is larger than yourself? Do you feel fulfilled in your personal life and work life and social life? Do you feel like you love yourself? This is a key area. It is so, 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 so key. We need to get this part right first so that we can attract the type of partner we want that is going to give us a long-term, sustainable, genuine, equal partnership with someone. And the fourth is we need to enjoy the process of dating and also the various stages of your relationship. Many people are ready to drop everything for the potential of a partner. Don't do this. It's a ma- well, it's one it's a massive turnoff, but also things need time to develop. They need space. We're always rushing ahead, rushing to the next stage. Take it slower. I know that we get excited, but there's no rush. If it's the right person, you will have forever together. So enjoy each stage. Allow the other the time to get up to speed. Personally, I knew after one month of dating Lou that we would get married. I wrote it down. But I enjoyed the process. I didn't rush it. I enjoyed it. And had I tried to rush in, I would have scared him off. So we just need to appreciate that people move at different speeds and also rushing in is not helping anyone. And my final point on this topic is to let you know that your special person, your romantic partner is already out there right now waiting for you to get yourself together. So do it. Get yourself together. Okay, guys, there you have it. I hope you've enjoyed this episode. And if you're wanting to explore this topic further, like I said, I invite you to consider working with me on a one-to-one basis. As I mentioned, I work with a large proportion of my clients on this topic and we of course focus on your relationship with yourself first and foremost and we always look at whether you are feeling fulfilled, so bringing more purpose into your life and a big part of that is how are you showing up for yourself in terms of feeling worthy, deserving, loving yourself, having purpose and even things like feeling beautiful, attractive, or feminine or masculine. If you're interested, I offer three or six month coaching series. My coaching series for three months is called Cherish, which is a great time frame to work on the topic of attracting a partner. And six months is called Devoted and it's more of a deep dive. I also offer one hour one-off consultations. I call this a harmony consultation. And this is perfect if you've got a decision 
to make or you just need another perspective on a particular topic. Now, you can find out more over at www.letisharange.com forward slash coaching and you can make an application to work with me today. And remember, coming up, I will be having a competition for one beautiful person to win a three-month coaching series with me for free. All you need to do at this stage is go and sign up for my newsletter at www.letisharange.com forward slash subscribe. And shortly, I will be releasing the details for you to be able to apply for that beautiful offer. And I can't wait for whoever that person is. And I also can't wait to meet all of you beautiful people who are listening right now. So come on over and sign up. You'll also get a weekly newsletter with something to inspire you on your journey of discovering purpose in your life and also generally creating a life that is beautiful to you. And if there's a specific topic that you guys want to hear about on the podcast, you know that you can always send me a DM or a comment over on Instagram at create a life that is beautiful or on Facebook at Letitia Ringe. And the show notes for this episode will be available at www.letitiaringe.com forward slash romantic relationships. And remember, if you are someone who is looking to discover or show up for your purpose, I am your lady. My approach is all about tapping into your feminine essence, which means your feminine energy, right brain capabilities. This is my point of difference. So stay tuned to find out more, including I have an exciting e-course that I will be launching at some point in the near future. So in the meantime, of course, you can work with me one-to-one. And if you want to do that or find out more, you can organize a complimentary alignment call with me to see whether we are aligned and exactly what you want to work on and how the coaching process operates. Thank you so much to each and every one of you listening right now. I so appreciate you being here with me. I don't take it lightly. I love and adore each and every one of you, and I hope you know that. All right, everybody, see you next week for another episode to help you unlock your truth and purpose. Oh, and one more thing, if you haven't already, please leave a review on iTunes if you have found anything useful in this episode or the podcast so far. That would be an amazing help. And please feel free to share it with anyone you think might need to hear this. Okay, lots of love. Mwah.